0: Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator Podcast. My name is Ines Padar and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi everyone. This is a super quick message to let you know that you can now sign up for my free three-day workshop on how to attract high-ticket clients. Now this workshop will teach you everything you need to know to attract high-ticket clients in your business, how to show up, how to come across as an expert, how to increase your revenue and energetic and subconscious healing to be able to manifest high-ticket clients 24-7. It has done wonders in the past. Many women have significantly increased their monthly income without changing anything to their strategy and that is exactly what we'll cover in this workshop. So just go to Ines Padar ch slash clients in one word or just go to the show notes. I can't wait to see you there and have an amazing day. Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of the imposter syndrome terminator podcast. Now today is a hot topic. Today we're going to go over the biggest falsehoods, misconceptions and false beliefs that are stopping you from getting more clients, more abundance, and more money in your business and what to do instead. Now you've probably noticed this, I've noticed it, everyone has noticed this, that there are so many people out there Many of which actually benefit from giving you this information, right? That will tell you, well, to be successful or to have clients or to reach your goals or to make your vision board a reality, you absolutely need to have variable A, B, and C in your business. And if you have those things, then you can be as successful as you want or you will finally unlock the door to infinite abundance. But we also know that many people out there have done all of the right things and followed all of the right strategies and have emulated people who have been very successful in their strategies and what they did however flash news it didn't work now why and the why is what we're going to talk about today so you've probably heard and most people think that to get more clients high ticket clients to make more money You basically need to do a bunch of things, among which, but not only, Facebook ads. You need to have a big audience. So, oh, you can't make a million dollars unless you have at least 100,000 followers. Not true. Uh, Getting more trainings and certifications. This is a super super popular misconception too, where, oh, before I can charge higher rates, before I am legitimately... Allowed to charge basically whatever the f you want, right? To increase your prices, I need to prove, in front of I don't know who. This is a narrative in our mind that you have this diploma, that diploma, etc. Other common misconceptions is that we need these fancy funnels to be successful, or you need branded photos, or a ritzy blitzy website. Um, or that you need a team who can put fancy subtitles on your videos, so your videos, instead of just being you talking, have all of these subtitles and a headline, blah, 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 blah. Now, it's super easy to fall into that trap. What? Right? People are not stupid. People just don't come up with misconceptions because they have nothing better to do. It's so easy to fall into that trap because when we just look around towards successful people or people whose business you would love to have or people who inspire you when you look and in this context we'll talk about you know businesses but it applies to any area of life when we look at them they basically have all of these things we mentioned right some of them are running ads they have branded photos they have big audiences maybe they have a bunch of trainings and certifications they've been in the game for a long time they do have the complicated back-end funnels maybe they're running um, a passive income webinar etc etc so it's super easy to come to the conclusion hey well look at all of the successful people out there if all of them have those things it means that those things made them successful wrong correlation does not mean caus- causation that is something we say a lot in math or finance that just because there is a positive correlation so just because two things seem to Go together very often does not mean that one necessarily causes the other, and as a matter of fact, we all know that this is not true. right right, we know that all of the ads, all of the big audiences, all of the, the getting more trainings, getting more trainings, excuse me, and certifications does not necessarily mean that we'll be successful because the maybe you're one of these people, and I know so so many people that have done all of the right things they have spent and invested a lot of money in a beautiful website and branded photos maybe they've tried ads maybe not they did everything they could to grow the size of their audience but here they are not having the results they want and even worse some people have like four thousand followers on their instagram account or facebook group or whatever social media platform and are making Not that much money, maybe like a thousand, two thousand here and there. And then you have people with two thousand people in their Facebook group who are already making a million or half a million. So the narrative that you need these specific items or these specific things in your business, basically outside of you to be successful and have clients, is wrong. Otherwise, it would be a super simple formula where you know, you say, "Okay, you need these branded pictures, you need those Facebook ads, you need the magic number of three thousand four hundred and fifty-two followers, and then you'll unlock the door to abundance." If that was the case, everyone would have done it. We're not dumb. If something worked like that, like a magic diet pill, everyone would do it. Now, holding on to that belief. This is why this what this is what this entire podcast episode is about. Holding on to the belief. That something outside of you, or a specific strategy, is the magic formula, the ultimate key to success, is the worst thing we can ever do, because we will never fully be able to unlock the door to abundance. Taking doing these things with an incoherent belief system with regards to a vision or a goal is going to do nothing else than put us in this vicious circle where We constantly feel that we need just that extra thing to finally be successful. And I know this because I have been there. You know, in the very beginning in my business, first I said, oh, if only I had this marketing program, then... I could be successful and then I had the marketing program and then I was like yeah but I don't have a nice website so once I'll have a nice website that gives gives out like credible credible vibes then it will be so much easier to have clients and then I had a nice website and I was like yeah it's just because my audience is not big enough so once I have a bigger audience I'll be able to convert more clients and then the audience went up and I still felt stuck sometimes and I was like yeah but if I had a passive funnel blah 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 we could go on with this BS for hours and hours. So what does it take to get clients abundance and money in your business and in your life? How do we put the power back in your hands instead of attributing or basically instead of giving away all of our power and believing that us being successful is dependent on outward outward factors? Which, by the way, if we don't have that much money to invest right now, it would basically mean, hey, sorry, Charlie, if you don't have 10K to spend in funnels, Facebook ads, branded photos and a big audience, well, you can never be successful. Not true, right? So how do we reclaim your power? How do you reclaim your power to be able to manifest clients right now without having to depend on stuff? that you actually don't need, and that of course could be useful at different stages in your business, but are absolutely not a condition or a necessity for you to be successful. Here is how you attract more clients and abundance in your life, rather than the old way. Number one, and these don't come in any specific order, right? I'm just going to talk about The aspects that I've observed in my clients, in friends, and even family members, or in my audience, or just amazing people who've reached out out on Instagram to give me feedback, etc., etc. But number one, no specific order, is getting rid of imposter syndrome. Now I know you're like, what are you talking about, Ines? Like. It's just getting rid of imposter syndrome. Well, no, it's not just getting rid of imposter syndrome. But one of the reasons like we don't necessarily think of that in the first place is exactly because of the problem we've been talking about. We have so many people out there, rightfully so, right? No shame on them. They're just doing business, selling, grow your Instagram. Uh, how to nail TikTok, how to convert clients on Clubhouse, how to do your own branded pictures, blah, blah, blah. So much noise out there, making us believe that we need these things that sometimes we forget the fundamentals. And guess what? Do you know when people come back to the fundamentals they wish they had addressed in the very beginning? Well, most likely after they've spent 5, 10, 15, 25, sometimes even $50,000 on all of the stuff that has not moved the freaking needle forward then they're like hey Ines actually I think I have imposter syndrome and I've been repelling clients I'm like yeah let's do something about now about it now so getting rid of imposter syndrome why been there done that when we feel like a fraud when we feel that we are not smart enough, that we are the dumbest person in the room, or that we don't have the necessary qualifications to be charging more, when we feel that we just got started, so who am I to blah blah blah, how do you think that energetically, knowing everything you know about the law of attraction and energy and manifestation, how do you think that that is going to end up showing up in your life in terms of clients? Well, it's super simple, we're going to repel them. Because if we don't feel legitimate in what we do, deep down there will always be this kind of this awkward feeling of, oh my god, like I'm telling people that I can do that or that I can help them with x, y, z, but actually I don't really feel that that's the case or so I feel that they should go to other people or why would they pick me when they could pick someone else? All of that energy is basically going, basically going to tell the universe, hey... Of course, I would love high-ticket client, but right now, at this stage in my life, I don't believe I have what it takes to attract these clients. High-ticket, not not high-ticket, it doesn't matter, right? I don't believe right now that I am capable or that I have enough qualifications to be able to ethically and legitimately have clients. This is what we are telling the universe. And of course, it's not true. Imposter syndrome is almost never true it's just your mind messing with you but this is the message we are giving out to the universe and I have seen this play so powerfully you would not believe I have had clients who have a PhD who are so qualified who know their field like no one else and they have imposter syndrome and sometimes imposter syndrome is the reason why they got the phd in the first place because they're like oh my god i still feel dumb after my master's degrees what if i got a phd i actually write a book i conduct research after that surely i'll finally feel legit well guess guess what charlie they don't so they have a phd they have amazing knowledge, they could help so many people in their specific field, and they come to me and they're like, you know, I can't even charge 60 bucks an hour, I feel like the dumbest person in the room, like all of the other PhD candidates are so smart, I feel that they would do a much better job than me, etc, etc. So having imposter syndrome and feeling like we are a fraud or that we don't know enough, we're having feelings that say, well, why would people come to me? when they could go to other people more qualified is basically telling the universe hey i'm not ready to get clients i don't feel i deserve to get get these clients or you will just have a very fussy low vibey energy and probably sabotage the process because if you do get a client like the the fear and the anxiety and the oh my god i don't deserve this is going to be so high that eventually either we'll sabotage a client or we will repel next client. So getting rid of imposter syndrome is the first, not in any specific order, item we need to attract more clients and abundance in our life. Now, aspect number two, getting rid of receiving blocks and money blocks. I don't know why no one is talking about receiving blocks. I mean, I've seen people talk about receiving blocks um, lately, some of which... Um, after I talked about it because they were like oh my god I mean I've known this information all alone all along but I didn't really know how to put words on it but receiving blocks are so significant so if you've never talked if you've never heard me talk about receiving blocks I re- what I would consider a receiving block is basically any thoughts beliefs or emotions that are negative when it comes to receiving so very simple example If you were to meet up with a friend later today and you decide to go to, I don't know, this park or ice cream place or restaurant, it doesn't matter, and they have a car and you don't, let's assume that's the case. And they just suggest to come and pick you up on their way. And then you can both go to the restaurant. If your first reflex is like, oh, I don't want to bother them. Or I don't want to be a burden. Or, oh, I can figure out a way to get there. Or maybe my mom can give me a ride or I'll take the bus. That is a perfect example of a receiving block. How do I know it? Because I was the receiving block freaking queen. Just very good friends of mine who I've known for like over a decade would suggest to come and pick me up and they were so happy to do it and deep down I was afraid that I was a burden or I was afraid that it was an inconvenience for them. Other examples is having difficulties getting help and support or feeling that we are the one who has to support everyone and anything around us, right? So, If your significant other or a sibling or a friend suggests to come and help you out with something when you're a bit overwhelmed, well, you're typically the type of person who's like, no, I can figure it out on my own, I won't ask for help. I won't receive any help, I'll figure out on my own. Or even receiving compliments. Someone compliments you and say, oh, that t-shirt is so nice or that dress is so nice. And the first thing we want to say instead of just, hey, thank you, is, oh, yeah, I got it on sale or, oh, yeah, it's super old, kind of dismissing um, the compliment or not dismissing it, but feeling uncomfortable receiving that compliment and let's not even get into money and gifts you are the person who is so happy to always give support attention love money etc but when it's the other way around you're like oh no no i don't need anything like please don't burden yourself with giving me a birthday present we can go like out for a walk i would be so happy to see you that's all i need there's nothing wrong with not you know fishing for (laughs) birthday presents but there is a difference between being grateful and receiving something and feeling uncomfortable receiving it now if we feel uncomfortable receiving how do you think that this is going to work out with receiving support indirectly and money from clients well guess what it's not gonna work been there Done that when we feel uncomfortable receiving, especially with high-ticket clients, we're like, holy guacamole, who am I to receive like one thousand, two thousand, fifteen thousand, 2000 15000 whatever your rates are, it doesn't matter? Or what if I they give me all of that and then I can't give them back or they expect some results, etc. And we automatically fall into this narrative where We feel kind of overwhelmed with all of that that we would be receiving and kind of question if we deserve that, if we are worthy of that, etc. Again, when we have a receiving block, we are basically telling the universe, I'm the one who gives, but I can't receive. And if we can't receive, well, it's going to be difficult to receive abundance, clients, and money. Same goes with limiting old obsolete money beliefs like... Money doesn't grow on trees, or it's hard to, to make money, meaning that you'd have to sacrifice some aspects of your life that you really like, like spending time with family or doing hobbies, if you were to be successful. Of course, if you created your business to escape the 9-to-5 and to get more freedom, but part of your mind thinks that being successful means really hard work, or having more money means really hard work, that is going to be an inconsistent thought that doesn't match our vision board. Because on one hand, we're saying, hey, I really want that nice car, or I really want to make 10 or 100k a month. But on the other hand, the exact reason I started this business is because I want to be free. And if I do have these things I want on my vision board, I'm basically going to be a slave to my business working 24-7. And that's the reason why I left my job. This is also going to be a money repellent. Now, next item, one of my personal favorites, because it affects so, so, so many of us, especially all of you listening today who are empaths, who are really sensitive, who have been in a role either growing up or with your significant other or with siblings or with friends and family, in the role of always wanting everybody to be happy or wanting to make sure that people around you are feeling good and almost feeling it is your responsibility your responsibility um, that other people around you are happy, are safe, have enough money, are healthy, etc. etc. So when we feel this is aspect number three, when we feel overly responsible for our client's results, this is also the biggest client repeller. Now maybe you're like Inas, you're exaggerating, like shut up, right? I wish I was, my friends, but I have seen enough amazing, beautiful, fantastic, wonderful clients. Not getting anywhere, because deep down They had these things we are discussing right now. I've had so many amazing clients who had a beautiful website, great Instagram, their content was fantastic, nice pictures, email list, etc, etc. And they're like, I'm not getting clients, it's irritating me so much. And I was like, what, why do you think you don't have clients? And they're like, oh, it's my Instagram. Or, oh, it's because I just need more followers. Or, oh, I haven't done my branded photos yet. Or, I think my niche or my messaging is not clear enough. And I was like, yes, it is. It is. They're like, no, I don't think so. And then I'm like, okay, let's cut the crap here. This is going nowhere. Let's do some hypnosis. Because your subconscious mind always has the answer. Next thing you know, I'm doing hypnosis with them. I'm using the power of the energetic field of the subconscious mind and I'm asking them, basically, is there any reason or why is part of your mind or part of you rejecting clients? Why is there something that is stopping them from coming? And most of them have a breakdown. Lots of tears have gone on those Zoom videos And they say oh my god i feel the weight of responsibility i feel the burden of what if they pay me amount x of money and they don't get results i feel it is my role it is my duty to make sure that they get results and if they don't it's going to be my fault they're going to be mad they would have wasted their money on me etc 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 and usually they break down crying because that's how much it weighs on their shoulder and there's a reason for that I'll do an entire podcast episode on just feeling responsible for clients results because many people have asked for it but it it almost always like 99.9% goes back to childhood events childhood trauma, whether that's big trauma, big T trauma, small T trauma, so even like um, big traumas can be like, you know, kind of the horrible events that really, um, that we we memorize forever, but small T traumas could also be like repeated passive-aggressive behavior that, you know, repeated enough times also causes trauma, so usually 99% of the time feeling overly responsible for clients' results, results from trauma, from um, negative events or from very painful events where you, you beautiful soul, had to take care of your mom who was depressed or had to take care of your dad who was in financial trouble or maybe your sister wasn't doing well, maybe she was in an abusive relationship or maybe you were in a relationship where you constantly had to save the other person or be there for them and help them and it didn't work or it only worked to not so great of an extent. Why? Absolutely not because of you, but because only ourselves can make ourselves happy, right? And this is, it is pretty tragic to be honest. It's a very emotional topic because I've seen all of these, I have seen so many amazing men and women breaking down into tears either in my office or, or on Zoom, and they say, I tried so hard to make them happy. I tried so hard to make their lives better, but nothing I did ever really worked or it worked but not for that long and it's because just as you and i are the only p- people responsible for our happiness right even if people around us are super nice if we're feeling bad we can't re- they can't really make us feel better if we're not wanting to feel better just in that same way you cannot make someone else happy or give someone else what they want if they are not themselves on their own healing or fighting journey to get better and this is the main cause of feeling overly responsible for clients results and when we do feel that way we basically tell the universe i don't want clients it's as simple as that because the pain of having to experience um, those emotions again and having to have someone who basically gives you money especially if you have receiving blocks now we have double problems right so someone giving you money and they're not giving you money they're investing in themselves through you right so basically transferring that money I prefer that word we all like kind of automatically go in fight or flight mode and our subconscious mind gets regressed to all of the times when we tried to help someone who could not or did not want to be helped And kind of felt. And failure was the only option. You you literally can't do anything for someone who's not fighting for themselves. And then we basically take those experiences. And think that our clients are going to be the exact same way. So part of me. Part of you. Part of me. Part of anyone in that situation is like. No, 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 no. I don't want to go through that again. I don't want that weight of responsibility. I'm not responsible for my clients' results. And we subconsciously repel them. Now. Now. Other point that you need to attract more beautiful, amazing clients in your life as well as money and abundance and basically anything you've ever wanted is to stop thinking that you need to work hard to be successful. This is a super, super common limiting belief, not because you and I are dumb, but it's just so ingrained into the collective consciousness. It is so ingrained in society that success comes with hard work. And just, you know, subtle little things. Uh, success is not easy or, or money doesn't grow on trees or, yeah, she's she was so successful with her business but got divorced after two years. Or, yeah, my mom was a great business woman or my dad was a great businessman but they were never home because they were working so hard, right? And again, the exact reason why we have a, a business is because we don't want uh, to live a constrained life working our ass off to get not so fantastic results or money, which we could be doing if we had our own business. So deep down, if we feel and think that getting clients and money is going to be very hard work, our mind is going to reject that idea because it is inconsistent with the freedom we want. And deep down, we also know that hard work is burnout and burnout is not something we want either. So if we hold on to the belief that it has to be hard work that we have to slave 12 or 14 or 18 hours a day before we can be successful you will also not attract clients because indirectly your mind is like okay well if I really go fully in more clients more time spent with clients and then I have to do emails and then I have to still show up on social media while I have my clients and it's just going to be a huge mess working my ass off 24 7 and losing my freedom so I'd rather be broke but at least have the luxury of doing whatever i want because i don't have work to do so we need to let go of thinking that we need to work hard to be successful now there is a difference you know don't get me wrong growing a successful growing and scaling a successful business is not easy in the sense of it's a healing journey it's an emotional journey having a business is going to uh, uproot <laughs> all of our deepest insecurities and all of the stuff we have casually sl- swept under the rug is going to pop up at some point or another. And sometimes when you don't really have a support group, or your friends don't really understand what we are doing, or a spouse is getting jealous that you're making more money than him or her. So growing and scaling a business is not easy. So it can be hard, but it doesn't mean It means hard work in the sense of working 16 hours a day. That is not true. I mean, it can be true if you decide it's going to be a truth. Point number, I don't know, four or five, maybe this is the fifth. Letting go of sabotage trying to protect you. So if you want to attract more clients and more abundance in your life, we need to let go of potential sabotage mechanism that are keeping that money and clients away. Now, sabotage has a bad rep. Sabotage is very often associated with negative feelings or kind of like, oh, dude, you're so dumb that you sabotage your entire thing, right? This is not what I mean with sabotage. Sabotage is nothing else than your mind, your subconscious mind, probably uh, you're not even aware it's, going, it's happening. It's your subconscious mind trying to protect you against what it perceives is a danger or a threat. So we need to remember that, the reason why us human beings are here is because we've been very good at avoiding death and threats and generation after generations here we are and this is because part of our mind is wired to see danger or potential worst case scenario that is why it's so much easier to kind of think about everything that could go wrong instead of thinking about everything that could go fantastically well it's just basically how Our mind is wired, so it doesn't mean it's a, it's a, like, we can't do anything about it, but that's just the truth, right? And when your mind perceives money or more clients as a threat for whatever reason, it will sabotage you from getting those things. So let me give you an example, concrete example I've seen in at least four or five clients where in their childhood or maybe later on, when their family or themselves had money, Bad things happened. So, this one person I think uh, earned a scholarship, a very significant scholarship for her dream university. And then she went there, but then she was there and it didn't go as planned. And her parents got a divorce, and basically, and all of this came up under hypnosis. So, her mind had associated money with undesirable things or v- with very painful outcomes. I think she got bullied at the university, something went wrong, I can't really remember what. And her parents got a divorce, and then she felt guilty. So there was all of this narrative, money only brings bad things. If this is the case, in your mind, for whatever reason, if there is any negative association with money or getting more clients, maybe your friends will get jealous, maybe your significant other is not that super happy that you're making more than him or her, or maybe historically, you know, when there was money in the family, there was a lot of fighting, etc., And your mind is going to be like, hey, like, we don't want this. This is undesirable. This is a threat to our survival and our well-being. So it's going to energetically repel it. Now, my friends, do not underestimate the power of energetic repelling. I I have experienced it firsthand in some launches where the entire launch was like on a strategic perspective. I would not have changed anything. It was perfect. But for some reason I had not identified back then, during the launch process, um, my energy field, my system, didn't want to get clients because it perceived it as a threat. And I successfully flopped the launch with energy only, even though the launch itself went really well and the strategy was the exact same used for previous launches that had worked perfectly well. Conversely, my very first launch back in September um, 2020 It technically should have never happened the way it did. Like, the email list was pretty small. People who signed up for the event, they were there, but it wasn't that many people. It was a first-time offer. It had no social proof. And I sold 52 spots. It was absolute madness and had to close the cart early. Again, energy, but working in the perfect way. Meaning that even if the strategy wasn't uh, really nailed down, or maybe even though, sorry, there was a bunch of factors that... From an outside perspective, you could have thought would have negatively impacted the launch. Energy was stronger because energy always wins. Let's move on to the next one. I hope you guys are taking notes on how to manifest more clients. Now, deeply feeling you deserve to have money and wealth and to have that money and wealth in extra quantity. So just not survival money, but survival and thrive money. This is also one of the conditions that you kind of need to check or fulfill before you can attract um, all of the abundance and money you want in your life. So many people feel that they don't deserve to have money or that they're not worthy of having abundant amounts of whatever they want. And this can, come, this can be the case for various reasons that are kind of are out of the scope of this podcast episode. But deep down, if you feel that you don't deserve to get high-ticket clients or clients in general, or that you don't deserve to be one of these people who makes 10k, 100k, whatever, many k's a month, well, you can't attract it, right? If we we'll feel if we feel unworthy, if we have inner chatter or I- I- like thoughts going through our mind saying, "Yeah, well, I guess I could do it, but other people deserve it more than me," or "What have I done?" to deserve abundance or sometimes it's also related to our parents we kind of feel guilty towards our parents who maybe worked very very hard their entire life and only just came by and were just able to pay for all of the bills at the end of the month or just put food on the table and now we have kind of this guilt where we're like well my parents they sacrificed everything for me I don't deserve to have it just like I don't I don't deserve to have all of this just like that or it can't be this easy. Or what have I done? They've sacrificed everything for us. What, I, what have I done to, reser- to deserve, excuse me, that money? So again, if we have thoughts and feelings like that, some sort of funky energy, funky vibes around making more money, having more money, and especially having money in excessive quantities, meaning more than you need to pay for your bills or more than you need for survival, it's also going to repel all of that extra money. And this is why we need to be very mindful and careful about the thoughts we have in our mind. How many people, and I've been guilty of this, say, if only I could just make it by. If only I can pay for my bills without being late at the end of the month. If only I had enough money to just pay for this thing. And usually it happens. Like, ask and you shall receive. The universe is always paying attention but we're not saying, hey, so at the end of the month, I want to pay for all of my bills and have three grand left for pocket money. We don't say that. We say, if, if only it could work out and I could pay for all of the things. And then this is exactly what we attract. So we need to feel a deep sense of self-worth and that we deserve to have money and wealth, not only to th- survive, but also to thrive. And in a similar fashion, letting go of shame around having money and having more than you need, or letting go of shame around mismanaging money in the past. Now, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Maybe in the past, you've done some things that, you know, looking back, if you could do it again, you would have done things differently. And who hasn't had a few situations like that in their lives where they're like, yep, not my proudest moment, but you and I did not know better, right? Right. And you can't beat yourself up for something that you didn't know better about. Like, it's a very different thing now, making a decision X that you know is inconsistent with your values or what you know is possible versus making a decision when you really thought it was the best thing to do or when you just plainly did not know better. So this, for example, comes up with a lot of parents who, once they become a bit more aware of of language, communication, energy you know, how to not um, screw up your children, they carry a lot of shame and guilt on some of the things they did or failed to do when they were raising their kids. And they're like, oh my God, looking back, uh, I should have never done that. I feel so guilty. But they couldn't know, right? There is no point now beating yourself up for something you didn't do back then when back then you didn't know, you didn't have that information, so we need to be letting go of shame around money or shame around having more than you need or shame having mismanaged money i have quite a few clients who used to make a lot of money or more than they needed let's put it that way when they had a job but never saved and they don't really know where the money went because they didn't do any outrageous purchases they didn't go out there buy like a like some stuff they didn't really need It just, they weren't really paying attention to what was going on on their bank account. And now, five or ten years later, they're left with no savings. Okay, well, no savings, not the best situation, but you still have 10, 20, 30, 40 years to change that situation. Beating yourself up for how stupid you were with your money in the past, and freaking out about how you mismanaged money is not the vibes that you want and need to attract more money in your life. Because when we have fear or shame around money, that's the exact opposite vibe of gratitude and faith and excitement that we want to attract more of that money. Subconsciously or even consciously, your mind's going to say loud and clear to the universe, hey, when I had money, I felt ashamed. When I have money, I couldn't manage it. So if I attract clients and money now, I'm just going to continue to mismanage it and I don't want that. That is what your energy, energetic system is telling the universe and again, those are the opposite vibes that we need to attract more clients in our life. So let go of the shame, forgive yourself, forgive your, forgive your inner child, soothe your inner child, comfort him or her. You did not know better, maybe people around you told you stuff that wasn't really helpful which you know, in hindsight or looking back, you would have done differently. But having guilt or shame or what if, what if, what ifs is just not going to do anything for your future. So let's not dwell on the past because if you want to create a different future, you need a new sets of emotions, beliefs and thoughts that are different than the ones you had in the past. Now, Another thing we need to attract more clients in abundance is stop caring what other people think. Like, seriously, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard because every human being, or many, I don't want to say any, many human beings are deeply scared of rejection. And that is also something that is wired somewhere very deep in our survival centers. Because when we used to live in groups or in communities, if you basically get got ostracized from the group or the community, or if for some reason, you know, that made or did not make sense, you got rejected, what happened, like, a very long time ago was death, because we could not survive out of the community of the ones who were hunting, the ones who were, you know, picking up herbs or plants or whatever, the ones who were taking care of the kids, or the ones who were making fire. So this is at a very primal level, right? So it's ingrained into a mind that rejection means death or a very undesirable outcome. This is why still to this day, we are so worried about people's judgment, being rejected, or people not approving of what we do. Now, if you are afraid of what other people think, it also means that you cannot really fully be yourself, that you're going to spend more time worrying about What if I post this and they think that rather than just doing it and being yourself? Again, this is a problem because when you are in perfect alignment, that's when you manifest with ease. When you're true to yourself and your values and you share whatever message in whatever topic or field you truly believe in, regardless of what other people think, that is when you are in alignment. That is when there is a less resist, the least resistance. And that is one of the easiest ways to attract things, clients, money, abundance to you. But as long as we are living in the kind of this real or imaginary prison of always thinking of what other people will think, you just can't move forward. You'll probably be held back to extents greater than you even imagine, for what someone could hypothetically think of you. Now, my only question to you is this. When you're 80, 90, 100, whatever age, when you're pretty old and, you know, you you are kind of in your last days or weeks or months on this planet and you look back on your entire life, Do you want to be regretting that at 20 or 30 or 50 or 70 years old, however old you are right now, you held yourself back from fulfilling one, one of your dreams or from doing what you truly believed in because you were afraid of what other people thought and felt? And no, you don't want that. Looking back, you will have probably regretted not having done the thing. You won't regret. You will regret taking people's just like, I'm, I'm struggling with my words, the, the most amount of regret will come from holding yourself back and not doing what you wanted to do because you were afraid of what other hypothetical people might hypothetically think. Whereas if you look back and you know that you fulfilled your dreams, that you followed your heart and your gut, and that you did it anyways, that is not regret. So just think about your vision board, dream, life that already exists in the quantum field because you are a divine energetic being connected to everything in the universe imagine having your vision board life life everything you've ever wanted maybe being able to buy the home you've always wanted to buy have an abundance of everything be connected to the source send your kids to the college that they want to go to whatever that might be travel as much as you want when that's possible Is it worth sacrificing that possibility by worrying and disempowering ourselves and giving all of that power to other people based on what they might think? Is it worth you bypassing your dream life that you can create because of what other people think? The answer is hell no. Absolutely effing not. So this is one of the things we need to let go of. If you want to attract more abundance and money towards you, it's to stop giving a F what people think. People have their own problems and their own things that they have to take care of. So even if someone sometimes is like, huh, pretty weird, like this woo-woo imposter syndrome stuff that Ines is doing, they probably will forget about it in five minutes. And if they don't, it's kind of sad for them because they're spending more time on someone else's life than their own okay now next point (laughs) we are getting towards the end i'm not going to make this a forever podcast episode but i want to give you like a, a solid overview of maybe some of the um how do you how do you say angle mort you say angle more in french blind spots that you might have so some of these things you haven't necessarily thought of when it comes to attracting high ticket clients or clients in general or money maybe you think that you've already done the inner work and you know inner work is a perpetual journey but maybe you're like yeah i think i've nailed, nailed anything and if everything and if any of these things we are talking about today can resonate And can open the door or unlock the door to more abundance than it's worth it. So another aspect, I mean, this is number 8 or 9 or 10, I have lost track, is not being in fight or flight mode. Because we cannot create when we are fighting or fleeing. So there is this amazing book I highly recommend. It's called The Biology of Belief from Dr. Bruce Lipton. And he says a bunch of fantastic, fascinating things in that book, but he basically, if I had to summarize this, this, I'm going to be, do a very poor job with this, but if we ha- you had to summarize the book in a few sentences, he basically shows you that you have the power to control your health and your internal environment, meaning, you know, your health, your cells, how your organs are doing, based on your in- um, inner environment rather than thinking that we're completely that we're complete victims to our outer environment meaning that by for example meditating connecting with source being in expansion connecting with source we can actually heal because the intelligence that makes the body can heal the body we can heal and you can have control over not only your health but also what you manifest rather than thinking that only outward factors like controlling your food or having x amount of vitamins and supplements or exercise only or the the economy or who is the president right now so instead of thing thinking that external factors um rule your life so what was i saying with that okay fight or flight fight or flight is basically a state that when our body or our mind perceives a threat and this can be as simple as being slightly stressed or have a bit of anxiety because for example of what everything is going on right now in the world or a bit of anxiety before a test driving test or just anxiety and the inner bullshit that goes in our mind when you know we are beating ourselves up because we ate the ice cream and we shouldn't have eaten the ice cream but I really wanted the ice cream but then the ice cream is going to make me fat blah 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 blah. all of these things that society has told you and that is wrong just kind of worrying about that can create fight or flight. Now, when you are in fight or flight mode, and you can see this under a microscope if you ever want to do this, is that your cells are basically fleeing from danger. They're not regenerating and repairing, they are fleeing. And when we are in that state of mind and in that energy, you cannot create and flee at the same time. Just think of a gazelle that sees a lion. It can either, you know, run for its life, and once it has run... It can chill, relax, graze some grass, drink some water, try to find a significant others and they can create like a nice family, but you can't do both. You can't be like, holy shit, I'm gonna get eaten by a lion, let's run and graze the grass peacefully at the same time, it's just not possible. Same with your system and your energetic field. When we are in fight or flight, fight or flight, fight or flight, Worrying about the ice cream we just ate. Thinking that our sister is mean and that we should let her know by what's up. Or worrying about what the boss or the people on Instagram might say if you make that post. Or beating yourself up because you think you don't have enough credentials. Or worrying because you've had sciatica and you kind of worry if it's ever going to go away or not etc 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 being in fight or flight mode is the opposite of connecting with source and creation mode so we have to find a mechanism to at least reduce doesn't have to be perfect doesn't have to be 24 7 but reduce the amount of fight or flight worry anxiety fear Anger, frustration, wanting to tell people off. And we need to switch to a more peaceful, regenerative, creative, uh, emotional state of being, of joy, gratitude, even being pretty neutral, just enjoying the present moment. Whether that's, you know, watching Netflix, going for a walk, playing with your dog. We have a responsibility to control our inner state of being, even though it doesn't have to be perfect. And then one of the last... Trust your gut. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. How many times have you been tempted to apply the latest glitzy, shiny strategy, even though it felt completely misaligned? So I'm going to give you a personal example, and I'm sure it will resonate with a lot of people. So about this time last year, I got obsessed with lead generation. So I still thought that my ability to get more money in clients solely dependent on how many followers i had on instagram so i was like oh my god i need to have more leads which i mean is not completely wrong you know obviously more followers means more potential clients but again as we said before some people have 400 followers and are making 10k months and some people have 4000 followers and are making zero so i had this obsession uh, which i'm glad i've overcome because that was useless so i contacted i reached out to this agency who did lead generation and one of those strategies was to kind of reach out and connect with people in groups through comments, or I don't really know how they did it, to be honest. And then continue the conversation in the dms and eventually invite them to the facebook group so pretty soft approach not ever cold selling them anything because i that was one of my non-negotiables like we don't cold sell like that's absolutely horrendous i hate it so i wouldn't want to do it to anybody else but basically you know have a starting a conversation inviting them in the facebook group and then the facebook group basically doing the conversion at some point well, my friends, I spent one thousand bucks on that agency in one month, and back then I didn't have that much money. Like in July of, yeah, it was in July of twenty twenty. It was just before my my first ten k month, just before my breakthrough, and I didn't have that much money. Like those ten k was quite a bit of an investment. Uh, one k, sorry, one thousand dollars. And guess what happened with that? Absolutely nothing. It didn't convert, it didn't grow the Facebook group, it didn't work, blah, 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 why? Not because the agency sucked. They had done something similar with other people and it had worked really well with the other people. I had talked to some of them who had, you know, who were super happy with the client, the clients and results they got, but with me, nada, nothing. Why? Because it was misaligned. I don't believe in faking that I want or faking interest in someone through messages because I have an agenda behind it. So is it a bad thing? Is it an unethical thing? No, we're not selling them anything. They're adults. They can decide to do whatever they want to do. And all the agency was doing it was inviting them to the Facebook group. But I felt so much like cognitive dissonance, so much fuzzy, funky feelings with kind of reaching out to people and pretending you want to get to know them to then invite you in the them in then invite them sorry in the facebook group it just felt awful and i don't know i don't know why i didn't see it maybe i had to waste a thousand dollars to to understand my lesson it did not feel aligned i don't like to be reached out to on facebook except some rare occasions where the person is actually really nice i don't like that so why the hell am i doing it to someone else like duh it's captain obvious but it wasn't obvious at that time I need to drink. Give me five seconds. So basically, I did not follow my gut. There was this voice in my head that says, we need more leads. We need to increase the followers so we can get more clients. And I basically did the thing that i did not believe in which i was which was reaching out and speaking with people in the dms and it's still something i don't believe in for myself doesn't mean it didn't work for other people it actually works brilliantly for some people but i'm just it doesn't correspond to my image of scaling to a seven-figure business of having to spend all day in dms i just don't want to do that and i don't do that right so when we are in misalignment when someone says you need to be on clubhouse or someone says you need to have branded photo shoots or you need to be uh, selling people on a discovery call blah, blah 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 you need to put your prices on the website even though you don't want to anything that feel feels misaligned is also going to repel clients or leads or abundance so follow your intuition don't fall for the shiny object syndrome or feeling and believing that you have to do something in order to be successful because that is not true. So I'm going to wrap this, wrap this up. I've already been talking for almost an hour and I'd want to be respectful of your time. Um, but this is basically going to summarize. This is going to be the bottom line of all of this. You have the power within you, you within yourself right now. As you are listening to this podcast episode, whenever that might be, you have the power to attract clients, money, abundance, and all of the things or situations you've ever wanted. Don't let anyone make you believe that you have to depend on external factors in order to be able to achieve this. Now, does it mean we throw away all of the strategy? No, there are some strategic aspects that is super important to have it's important to come across as an expert it's important for people to be inspired by you it's important to have our messaging nailed down more or less doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to be a copywriter all of these things which we will discuss in the next podcast episode right but please don't don't ever let someone make you believe with like this with like make you believe that there is no other way than xyz like insert whatever strategy here to attract clients rather if you really want to move the needle forward focus on all of the points we've just discussed which were uh, in a nutshell getting rid of imposter syndrome getting rid of receiving blocks and shady money beliefs letting go of feeling responsible for your client's results or stop thinking that you need to work hard to be successful healing the part of us that is sabotaging our success Deeply feeling that you do deserve to have money and wealth in abundant amounts. Letting go of shame around money or funky feelings around money. Stop caring about what other people think. Um, Don't be in fight or flight mode. Be in creative mode. Trust your intuition. Follow your alignment instead of doing something that doesn't feel aligned. All of these things is things you can do using the power of that you already have within yourself and it is not dependent on any external factors except maybe you know working with a therapist investing in an inner work program etc etc but you already have all of the resources you need within you to attract high ticket clients or more money and abundance and once you've nailed some or all of the stuff we've just talked about Then you can attract. And then if you want to attract even more, yes, you can do Facebook ads. Yes, you can do branded photos. But if you have imposter syndrome, if you're sabotaging yourself, if you have all of the things we've just talked about that are not healed, no amount of ads, a huge audience, getting more trainings and certifications, complicated funnels, VAs, a big team is going to save you. Duh. The industry wants you to believe that, but that's not true. No amount of of the most perfect strategy ever can outweigh inner feelings that are repelling clients energetically because we feel that we can't we don't deserve etc 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 so this is the bottom line the power is in your hands the choice is yours you can keep thinking that stuff outside of you is what is going to make you successful but you can also reclaim your power right now and fully believe and realize that you have everything you need within yourself and that the secret to abundance is inner work inner healing believing it's possible and connecting with the universe so i'm going to conclude with this thank you so so much for tuning in today Um, and i wish you a fantastic amazing day or a week or a weekend whenever you're tuning in and thank you so much for listening hi everyone this is a super quick message to let you know that you can now sign up for my free three-day workshop on how to attract high-ticket clients. Now this workshop will teach you everything you need to know to attract high-ticket clients in your business, how to show up, how to come across as an expert, how to increase your revenue and energetic and subconscious healing to be able to manifest high-ticket clients 24-7. It has done wonders in the past. Many women have significantly increased their monthly income without changing anything to their strategy and that is exactly what we'll cover in this workshop. So just go to Ines Padar .ch slash high ticket clients in one word, or just go to the show notes. I can't wait to see you there and have an amazing day.